Hi, my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Pur Rocket, an iOS space game with cats. And I listen to the One-Off Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com slash purrocket. OUG Talks, yeah, OUG Talks. News in chat that really rocks. It's OUG Talks, yeah, OUG Talks. And we're here with a One Up Gaming podcast. And we've got a special guest. So first of all, I'll just do what I do every week because I'm horrible with names. If I can, if it's not John Smith, I struggle to pronounce it. So I'll just say, please, who are you and what do you do? Uh, hello, I'm JD Sorvari, but you can just call me JD. And uh, I am a lead writer and narrative designer at uh, Rival Games in Finland. Why sh- should people know you? Do you have a, a game out recently or...? Well, we uh, just finished the uh, first season of The Detail, which is a three-part, three-part ga- episodic uh, game that we, uh, well, we just finished. What is The Detail? Well, it's, uh, it's a neo-noir ad- crime adventure game uh, with a narrative focus to it. So it's a bit of, a bit of the uh, old point-and-click, but mixed with a, a set of more modern mechanics or some more modern mechanics and this uh, uh, graphic novel aesthetic to it. So, I mean, I've actually had a quick uh, play of the detail Mm -hmm. and I was just going to ask you, what was the inspiration for the actual, the art style and the world that the game's set in? Well, obviously we've uh, drawn a lot from uh, The Wire, The uh, Corner, Homicide, basically everything that uh, David Simon and Ed Burns have had anything to do with, but also shows like The Shield, The Brotherhood, that sort of thing. But uh, as far as the art style goes, uh, well, Frank Miller has been a big inspiration for the artists here, as well as other, uh, let's say, notable graphic novel artists. And... uh, but there is also a uh, sort of a real-world basis to this in that in the U.S. currently, you have a lot of these sort of mid-range cities that uh, haven't had a gang problem before, but are exp- really experiencing it for the first time now, and uh, that was sort of the inspiration for that. Yeah, because like when the game first started out, it really was like a graphic noir sort of look, like really simple sort of like black and white sort of style. And then mm. when you get a little bit further in, it does go more detailed, more colour. Mm. Um, is it sort of like, do you switch between the styles throughout the sort of series? Yeah. Uh, originally, we meant the uh, black and white to only be this sort of slightly flashback material, stuff like that. But uh, uh, since our players did enjoy it we added a bit more of it along the way but uh, as far as the style in general goes I mean we were all basically learning while we were making this game so the art style becomes more coherent as as the game progresses. I was just wondering how long has the game been in development for? Well uh, in the end we 
took about three years with these three episodes, but uh, that's including all of the pre, uh, pre-production of creating the tool sets, uh, all that stuff. And there was also this bit in the middle where we kind of ran out of funding and had to wait for a uh, new funding round. So essentially, I think for the game itself, two years. That's not too bad. I mean, roughly how long would you say the game is in total and also like in the individual sort of like episodes? Well, it kind of depends on your style of play, obviously. I mean, how, how, uh, uh, how much of a completionist are you in the sense that you have to check everything out and click everything and have all the conversations. But uh, I think all of the three episodes uh, on their own, they are maybe somewhere between an hour and an hour and a half. So, you know, uh, the whole campaign is, or the whole season, I mean, is at least three hours or so, but probably a little more. I will say that sounds glorious to me. There's nothing worse than getting into a... I mean, I can't remember what game... It was for the Xbox 360, one of the role-playing games. And I got about six hours into it. And when I looked at the stats, it said I was about 2% done of the game. (laughs) And I was just... I, I don't have that kind of time to sit down and put like 52, like 100 hours into a game. Yeah, it's it's been a long time since I could do that. <laughs> I, I guess Telltale's their sort of like their new style of games, like The Walking Dead and all those. Mm-hmm. There must be a, quite a good influence on you guys now, and I guess with them making some really big named sort of like characters and games, like The Walking Dead. Um, I've completely blanked on what else to do, but everyone knows what else to do. Not the Jurassic yeah. Park game, because that was just terrible. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they have Game of Thrones, and they have all the big IPs right now. Yeah, so, I mean, for little guys like you, is it great that they're bringing the point-and-click sort of adventure game back to the forefront? Yeah, I mean, obviously they've been a big inspiration to us, and... Uh, well, they have basically proven that there is a market for these sort of games right now. I mean, people people want want adventure games, but not necessarily the way, uh, the way they were in the 90s. Uh, they want something a bit different, a bit more streamlined. And Telltale figured out a, bit, a, a, a pretty good formula for making those. And, well, like I said, we looked at the market and it was like, okay, there's Telltale and uh, there's not a lot of others, so that would be an obvious place for us to start. Again, I think this sort of style of game, it's perfect, you know, to have minimal sort of like what you'd call gameplay, but as long as the story mm-hmm. is solid, it yeah. keeps you... And then if it's like the episodes are only an hour, an hour and a half each, mm. it's enough to keep you going. And you want to find out what happens in the story more than anything else. Yeah. So I just wonder how many people were actually on the team that made the game and how many people in total had their hands with, with the game? Well, uh, during the detail, we had about a dozen dozen employees and uh, we also had a few trainees, 
trainees there at one point or another. So, I mean, you could say that it's probably the product of like 15, 16 people or so. Which we think it's still not that many people, mm. you know, so... Yeah, we're, we are the uh, biggest studio in our town, but uh, yeah, we, we, are no, we are no Remedy. We are no, no Rovio or anything like that. Yeah, you just just mentioned that now. Remedy, they 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 must be like probably the biggest in Finland. Well, as far as uh, companies or studios that make uh, more traditional games uh, for the consoles for the PCs, then yes, they are. They are number one. Why did you choose to make the game episodic? Well, uh, once again, it's the uh, it's the Telltale influence because uh, uh, Telltale also, well, first of all, they prove that there is a market for these sort of games, and then they also prove that there's a market for selling them episodically. So basically, because we're a new company, we're starting out, we don't really have the resources to do or, like big market research or stuff like that. Then, well, we looked at Telltale. The model worked for them, so we figured that maybe it might work for us as well. And, uh, well, there was also the added bonus that if things sort of got wobbly there in the middle, we could also, uh, we could always uh, cut things short if we had to. And I was just wondering, with the game being a, what you'd call like a, a point-and-click sort of adventure game, these sort of games, they do work quite well on mobiles. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, will you be trying to port the game over to like mobile and the home consoles, like the PS4 and Xbox One? Uh, well, I don't know about the consoles, but uh, we actually had the uh, two first episodes out on uh, iOS already, and the final one will be released at... Uh, well, some point uh, uh, when 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 the coders can can get around to it, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, we've done iOS a bit, and uh, it well, let's say that it's not bringing in a huge amount of uh, cash for us right now. But uh, yeah, we we are there, and we'll probably continue releasing for the tablet market at least possibly for the phone market as well and i mean when i was playing through the game i was quite shocked because i mean to be fair nearly every point and click game from after one of the monkey islands or maybe the sequel of monkey islands it all went to full voice acting i was just wondering why was there no voiceover work on this game well it was primarily a uh, budgetary issue because, uh, well, we considered it for a bit, but looking at the likely costs, uh, we figured that it would be better to have no voice acting instead of uh, cheap and uh, rather clunky voice acting, which is, we've seen a few of those, and uh, we didn't want to go down that route. I totally appreciate your honesty there. I was going to say that, I mean, I was thinking that you would have said something like the with the art style and <laughs> comic sort of style with you know the it all flowed well with just the on-screen text well i mean it works uh, i'm not i'm i'm not saying it doesn't work but uh but yeah i mean simply put uh, 
voice acting would have just been too expensive. I'm just wondering, the game's been, well, the I think the second part was it that's come out on Steam last couple of weeks? Uh, third, the third part? Third, actually, ah. yeah. Yeah, um, they sent over the the code. I I can't remember what, but so how has the the game been received then? Uh, well, I mean the core pillars of it: the story, the characters, the choices. Those have all all been well received in general. Uh, also, the art style has ha- gained a lot of praise. The music. I mean, I'm. Uh, our music and audio guy is basically the one of us who has the most experience in games, and I, I do think it shows, shows especially in the music. Uh, but, well, what I said earlier about the episodic model giving us the option to cut things short if we had to, well, we had to. Uh, the first season was originally supposed to be five episodes, and uh, when we got to the second one, well, the, our old friend, uh, the budgetary concerns, raised their head again. And uh, the decision was made that this would be a three-episode season, uh, three season, which, from a writer's point of view, was, uh, well, let's say that at best it was an interesting challenge. But uh, obviously, I mean, I think we did a fairly good job in condensing things down. But... Uh, uh, yeah, it it felt it it left some weaknesses there. I mean, a lot of uh, plot lines uh, or the side plots that we had going on, we couldn't really bring them to a satisfactory end. We had to focus on the main plot, but and uh, obviously that has raised some um, deserved uh, criticism. But I mean, overall, the game has been received really well, and considering that. Uh, well, aside from our audio guy, we have no pre- prior history in game, de- game development. I mean, this isn't a half-bad debut, like, on any scale, if you ask me. I mean, like, a lot of our listeners know, because I, I go on about it every week, because when I, we do the podcast proper with the rest of the team, I'm the one that's always yawning for the whole thing, and I'm absolutely <laughs> exhausted. And... But people don't realise when you work like night shift, it's your body clock's completely out of sync with everything else. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like people might not realise, but when I was writing the questions, I've wrote the wrong name of the game, even though I had <laughs> the details on the. I don't even know where I got that wrong name from because I actually had the emails from the PR team reading mm-hmm. through it. But I don't even know why that happened, and. Literally before this interview was booked in, I fell asleep. Mm. And but yeah, n- knowing that the game is manageable for me to actually play and get through the whole of the actual episodes, mm-hmm. then for me that makes it a lot more interesting to actually get in and complete the game itself. Yeah. So I mean, would you say that you're finished with this? game sort of world or are you hoping to go in again and do another sort of season well I mean uh, another season is being considered but uh, currently we're working on a new project uh, which I'm not at liberty to say much of anything about uh, but uh, once once that's done then 
the second season of the detail will definitely be on the table and uh, we'll be considering it. And if that does happen, would you look at like adding more like voiceover work and other bits and bobs, or would you stick straight back to the formula that you've laid down with the original sort of game? Well, I mean, considering that uh, it, it will be a while yet before we can uh, really explore this uh, explore this option, uh, it's really difficult to say. Actually, I mean, right now. Um, yeah, we've been exploring voice for voice work a bit more, but uh, I can't really make any pu- uh, promises at this time. I mean, I totally understand, especially with. I guess it'll be a lot harder for, as you say, like people like yourselves, a small studio in Finland, mm. where your biggest sort of market is probably um, like America and yeah. England where you'd have to get decent English-speaking sort of voice actors. Yeah. Whereas you can't just go to your local radio sort of studio and, and request people, because it'll just look and sound a little bit off. Yeah, and I mean, people pick up, the, pick up on those things really quickly. So we didn't really want to handicap ourselves with that. Finally, is there anything else that you'd like to say about the game that we haven't covered? Ah, let's see. Um, well, I mean, I don't, I don't want people to feel that I was uh, making excuses for it earlier on, because, yeah, it was a bumpy ride in parts, it was our first game, but I still stand behind this game. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of what we, we as a team accomplished here, and, uh, I mean... When when we started like three years ago, I was like, "Who are these guys? Is is this stuff for real?" But I mean, well, here I am sitting in a actually a rather nice office. I mean, I'm getting paycheck monthly. The reviews have been encouraging, uh, and I don't know. I mean, it's. Uh, I'm just really happy with how things actually turned out. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, I think the worst part for me is a lot of indie games now, Mm. when you actually sit down and play them, they are really, really, really good. Mm. You know, talented developers, talented writers, scripters, everything Mm. going into it. The only problem is, is that because, you know, you guys are indie... You don't actually have the budget yeah. to actually get the game out to everyone to, so everyone understands what the game is or even the game is out. Yeah, that, that's been an issue. <laughs> you know, because I know from bits and bobs that we've done, mm. you know, like, it doesn't sound a lot like, oh, give us, like, £500 and we'll <laughs> get 2,000 emails sent out, but... Yeah. To, to us, that's a lot of money. Yeah, um, I can is. I can guess for a small studio, if you want to try to, say, get the game featured on IGN, mm. I mean, true, they won't accept cash bribes, but just to get the game featured, they've got thousands of other people trying to get their game featured, and they'll probably go with the bigger names because it's got more of a pull with the people to read the the features. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely an issue. I mean, the there are a huge number of games coming out coming out these days, and uh, trying to like get ahead of the pack or at least like get your hand up and it's like, hey, we're here. It 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 is a real challenge right now. Yeah, and I will say that your well, I don't know if it's your PR team, but the the company that you went with, mm-hmm. they were very nice to us. They emailed off to us, and because I'd again holding my hands up, I'd never heard of the game before. Yeah, they actually sent over the full three, you know, like the full series sort of thing, so we could play yeah. through the whole thing. Oh, that's cool. So we'll we will have a review coming up soon on the website. Oh, and good. I will play the game really badly and put it up on on our YouTube <laughs> channel as well. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> although I love the old like Monkey Island sort of games, I am really bad at it because I'm one of those people that I can't put my head into the developer how they wanted you to solve the puzzle. Yeah. Well, you will be glad to know that we are fairly light on the puzzles and we are mostly focusing on the story elements. Yeah, I think that's why I liked the Telltale games. Mm. You know, less clicking randomly and more just <laughs> trying to get the story going. Yeah. So, JD, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a, a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. And if you just want to tell our listeners how they can get the game and any social media links that you'd like anyone to contact you on, messages on? Well, uh, you can find the detail on the App Store as well as Steam, obviously. Uh, Just look for the detail and uh, you should find your way. And uh, as far as social media and stuff, you can find all of that simply by uh, going to our website, uh, which is uh, rivalgames.com, and uh, or just Google it basically, uh, and you'll find all the uh, information you need right there. So, I mean, I've just quickly gone on my phone and typed in the detail, mm-hmm. and it's saying £2.29. Mm-hmm. Is that per episode or is that for the full? Well, actually, uh, <laughs> I'm not really involved with the <laughs> pricing and stuff, so you'll just have to check it out, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, cause I might, I might download that and give that a try on my phone and see what it's like on the mobile as well. Yeah. But again, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. And I wish you best with the detail and <laughs> with future projects. Indeed. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And... If you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. O-U-G Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better. <laughs>